Hello, and welcome to Healing for Your Thoughts, the podcast that has the kind of conversations that help us all heal out loud rather than continue suffering in silence. I'm so glad you could join us today. Let's get into the show. It's Easter weekend, a traditional sign of the arrival of spring. Bright colors and blooming flowers are everywhere, and for the most part, we're able to shed heavier clothing in favor of things that are easy and breezy, or at least that's the way it should be. However, on the other side of that rainbow, as it happens, sometimes life gets to life in y'all and it intrusively pierces the bubble of our everyday existence. And with it comes the constant reminder that we've got to work a little bit harder and be a little more intentional about letting the sun in, about standing in the light and letting it bathe our spirits with hope and possibility. Last week, I mentioned how I was out and about spending some quality time with my husband and daughter and ended up in the literal crossfire of what could have been a deadly shooting. A week later, my mind has gone back to that situation a few times, partly because my baby girl is still very much processing what she saw, what she experienced, and as a result, what she feels and thinks about it. And just as before, I gave her room and the emotional safe space to talk it through and talk she did until she had nothing more to say. Beyond this, as we've approached Easter and what that day represents, I've also been thinking about and looking back over the more recent days of this chapter of life, days that have inevitably come to pass They are a culmination of circumstances where I was both a spectator as well as an active participant. Days that were resonant of the best of humanity and also some of the worst of it. In my time of reflection, um, so many verses of life played out in my mind. There was the news report of a three-year-old, a three-year-old being shot and killed seemingly because the firearm had been left out by someone unattended. Far beyond this being a tragedy, it is a disgusting reminder to me that our nation places far more value on the lack of gun control rather than the lives lost at the peak of innocence. I have to say that as a mother, I struggle to understand why it continues to happen Because one thing I know to be true is that there are three words that shouldn't ever be joined in the same sentence. Child, shot, and killed. It's heartbreaking and much, much more. But at least for now, I digress because that's another conversation for another day. And this really isn't the time for my soapbox. So anyway, I also caught a piece of the interview of actor Jeremy Renner, best known and famous for his role as a superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And now he's even more famous for having been crushed by a 14,000 pound bobcat snowplow. He not only lived to tell about it, but is able to stand and walk as he does. Did y'all see it? I think it was with or rather I know actually, it was with um, Diane Sawyer. It's a riveting story of resilience and grit 
of the moments where the grace and mercy of God met his will to live. Having had my own brush with death of a different kind and understanding the mental strength it takes to come back from something like that, watching him in the interview, the word miracle comes to mind, but that word really in this instance seems so very small given the enormity of what happened to him, and yet a miracle he nonetheless is. Then as I continue to think about the days that have recently passed, There were the countless news reports of mass devastation in towns large and small, the result of violent tornadoes making their way through the places folks call home and leaving unimaginable, unimaginable devastation in their wake. All of these things, like every single bit of it, could take residence in my mind and leave heaviness in my heart if I let it. Even sharing it with you could do the same. But in my continued reflection, I also considered the quote-unquote news a bit closer to home. News that made my heart instead smile and made me feel light. Things like getting a phone call from my oldest child who's away at college to share that he'd gotten an A on his latest pharmacy calculus exam, a class that has seemed to both literally and figuratively test the limits of his academic tenacity. There's also the pride of watching my daughter, a high school varsity soccer player, and her team best the latest their latest opponents in a match that ended with a score of 14 to 1. A beyond sweet victory for them after two consecutive losses elsewhere. To be clear though, the pride I feel or felt in that moment was far less about the final score and instead about two other key things. The first was the way in which the girls finally played as a team, the cohesion and communication, a critical component of their win. It made me think about those on my proverbial team, the people who come alongside me, providing wisdom, support, and encouragement as I navigate this thing called life while striving to win and to learn. So here's a few questions for you. Who's on your team? Who are your weight bearers when life gets heavy? Who celebrates your wins and your lessons? Who are the folks that lift you up, set you straight, and love you through it all? When is the last time you let them know just how grateful you are to and for them? Tomorrow is not promised, y'all, so there's no better time like today. Oh, and before I forget, the second most important reason why I watched my daughter's soccer team with pride this week is because I got to bear witness to their strong sense of sportsmanship during not only this victory, but also in times of defeat. That reminded me of the importance of being mindful of how we show up in the world because it matters for us as well as for others. So here are a few more questions. How does your world experience you? Are you confident yet humble? Are you kind and compassionate? In your absence, would your not being quote unquote there be appreciated or would you be missed? What would others say about you and how you show up? Would it align with how you see yourself in the world? 
Until recently, I thought I showed up in the world a certain way, a favorable way. And for the most part, honestly, I do. But a conversation with a loved one showed me that I've still got a few rough edges to smooth out. And you know what? That's okay. Instead of resting in shame, I'm rising in power to elevate my growth. And so should you. Our ability to be self-aware or not is a key component to the strength of our character, which in turn impacts the degree to which we demonstrate gratitude for the lessons and the blessings of life as things happen both to and for us. This Easter Sunday, as you have hopefully enjoyed a beautiful meal in the company of family or those you call friend, what are you grateful for? What do you recognize didn't have to be, but you're so glad it quote unquote is? The things that by the grace and favor of God have both kept and elevated you. As you explore your own reasons for gratitude beyond the material, it is my hope that joy and peace reign at or near the top of your list. It is my prayer that the presence of those you love and who love you be a reminder of your beautiful life. It is my wish that with every breath you take, you discover new reasons to be grateful for not only who you are, but whose you are. This has been Healing for Your Thoughts. Thank you for listening. Join me Tuesday for another episode of the show. Until next time, remember to live well and with intention. All my best, Charlie.